YouTubers, thrill seekers, small gerbils, and people named Bob. It's Mr. Palumbo, and welcome to the Professor Liberty Podcast. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. And this being the case, we love to find stories of historical events or individuals that might inspire people. So we're really into talking about people who dare to dream big. You know, dreaming big means thinking about doing something difficult and maybe even a little bit scary. If your only dream is to be a, quote, influencer, unquote, on TikTok or YouTube, boy, you're thinking small and you're dreaming small. Think bigger, be bolder, and you never know what will happen. So I was doing some research, and to be honest, speaking of inspiration, I wasn't feeling very inspired regarding what to do for today's podcast. I wanted to break away from the First American series, which we normally do on Fridays. Well, it'll come back. If you're, if you're really into that, don't worry. It will come back. But I didn't want to, I didn't know what to talk about. You know, you guys... Uh, you guys might laugh if you saw my research notes for the podcast. I've got several ideas in the hopper, or let's call it the incubator. I've got a lot of ideas for episodes still percolating, if you will. I work on things and then I let them sit for a while. I've kind of got a mad scientist, evil genius organization approach going on, if you will. So in desperation, I do what we all do in the year 2021, I typed in something into Google. I typed in this day in history, and bam, something super cool popped up. It was about Amelia Earhart flying across the Atlantic, which happened this week, May 20th to be exact. Now, I know Wednesdays is normally when we do this day in history, and obviously today is Friday, but cut me some slack, folks, okay? I was immediately inspired, um, and that's all that matters. You don't, you don't want your host to be uninspired. You want him to be fired up so then he gives a quality podcast. At least that's what I'm hoping. I don't know a lot about Earhart, but I like her a lot, and I thought this would be a way for me to learn more about her. Um, of all the historical uh, American women, she's probably in my top ten, which is funny because I don't know a whole lot about her. Uh, you know, I don't know who you, who would be in your top 10 historical women or uh, historical American women. Uh, like I said, Amelia would be in there. Harriet Tubman would be in there for me. Sacagawea would be another one that I find interesting and fascinating. Uh, so it's an elite group. But I don't really know what about Amelia, uh, uh, what I find, what, what draws me to her. I think... If, if you really had to nail it down for me, I think it was just her fearlessness uh, and her confidence and how she boldly shattered these gendered stereotypes. Um, you know, maybe because she looked cool in her flight jacket. If you look her up, she looks pretty cool in her flight jacket. I don't know. Whatever the case, I thought we would discuss Amelia Earhart and her flight into the history books today. So today's episode is entitled Amelia Earhart Flies Into History. Amelia Earhart was born on July 24, 1897, in Atchington, Kansas. She was from an upper-middle-class family. Uh, her father struggled with alcoholism, which caused the family to split up more than once. 
According to Biography.com, quote, her father's inability to be the provider for the family led Earhart to become independent and not rely on someone else to take care of her, unquote. Amelia graduated high school around the time of World War I. During the war, she witnessed the war's brutality, especially on wounded soldiers, and this compelled her to volunteer as a nurse's aide for the Red Cross. According to AmeliaEarhart.com, she's got her own website, pretty cool, uh, Amelia's first encounter with every aviation went something like this. Quote, when 10-year-old Amelia saw her first plane at a state fair, she was not impressed. She said it was a thing of rusty wire and wood, and it looked not at all interesting, she dismissively said. It wasn't until she intended a stunt-flying exhibition almost a decade later that she became seriously interested in aviation. A pilot spotted Earhart and her friend who were watching from an isolated clearing and drove at them. I'm sure he said to himself, watch me make them scatter, she exclaimed. Earhart, who felt a mixture of fear and pleasure, stood her ground. The plane swooped by. Something inside her awakened. I did not understand it at the time, she admitted, but I believe that little red airplane said something to me as it wished by. On December 28, 1920, pilot Frank Hawks gave her a ride that would forever change her life. By the time I was two or three hundred feet off the ground, I knew I had to fly. In 1921, Amelia bought her first airplane. It was an old biplane painted yellow. She appropriately named it the Canary. One writer states, The price of the airplane was $2,000. She bought the yellow Kinner Airster, even though she was told the plane was overpriced, underpowered, and difficult for the beginner. From here on out, Amelia would make or break records. For example, on October 22, 1922, Earhart flew her plane to 14,000 feet, a world altitude record for female pilots. On May 15, 1923, Amelia became the 16th woman to be issued a pilot's license by the world governing body for aeronautics, the Federal Aeronautique. Did you know Amelia had her own clothing line that was advertised in Vogue magazine? And the records just keep going, folks. And this is why, I mean, you're almost compelled to admire this woman. Did you know that Amelia Earhart took the record as the first woman who flew across the Atlantic as a passenger in 1928? In 1932, she took the record as a pilot for the first solo nonstop flight coast to coast. Regarding her flight as the passenger over the Atlantic, she later confided to a friend that she felt like, quote, baggage or a sack of potatoes, unquote. But she continued, maybe someday I'll try it alone. That's what you got to love about Amelia. I mean, she's just a confident person. And boys and girls, we like confident people. Now, some of us don't like confident people. Maybe we're jealous. Uh, maybe we wish we were confident and we like, it's easy to tear people down. But it's also almost natural to admire and, and be drawn to people who know that they can do it themselves. 
And uh, Amelia just definitely exuded that kind of confidence. In 1932, it was also the same year she became the second person and first woman to fly across the Atlantic Ocean nonstop. AmeliaEarhart.com writes it in this way. On May 20th, 1932, five years to the day after Lindbergh, she took off from Harbor Grace, Newfoundland, heading to Paris. Strong north winds, icy conditions, and mechanical problems plagued the flight and forced her to land in a pasture near Londonderry, Ireland. She's quoted as saying, After scaring some cows in the neighborhood, I pulled up in a farmer's backyard. As word of her flight spread, the media surrounded her, both overseas and in the United States. President Herbert Hoover presented Earhart with a gold medal from the National Geographic Society. Congress awarded her the Distinguished Flying Cross, the first ever given to a woman. At the ceremony, Vice President Charles Curtis praised her courage, saying she displayed heroic courage and skill as an aviator at the risk of her life. Earhart felt the flight proved that men and women were equal in, quote, jobs requiring intelligence, coordination, speed, coolness, and willpower, unquote. Here's another cool first for Amelia, who seems to be a, a natural at breaking records or creating records or creating history. Did you know that she was the first person, male or female, to fly from Hawaii to California? which means she was also the first person to fly over both oceans. And she accomplished all this before the age 39, mind you. Which again brings up this question of what are we doing, boys and girls? Why are we waiting so long in our lives to do something great? And here's another question. You know, as I'm reading off all of her accomplishments, I'm starting to get kind of upset. We need to learn about this woman in school. Did you guys know she did all these things? This is the 1930s. We're not even to the 40s yet. And this woman is breaking all of these boundaries and notions of, of what women can do versus what men can do. She's out there doing it. She's not complaining. She's not petitioning the government. She's not marching in the streets. She's getting out there and she did it and she proved that she could do it. Why are we not learning about this woman in school? I Honestly, the only thing I knew about her, yeah, she flew over the Atlantic by herself. I knew that. And then I knew she got lost in the Pacific. That's all I knew about this poor woman. She's done great things. Now, according to uh, biography.com, you know, she wasn't the greatest aviator out there. She was, she was talented. She was skilled. Um, she definitely had more celebrity than other pilots. Uh, but her, her, her piloting skills weren't the best. They weren't the worst, but they weren't here. Let me read what it says. She was an intelligent, this is from biography.com. She was an intelligent and competent pilot who never panicked or lost her nerve. But she was not a brilliant aviator. Her skills kept pace with aviation during the first decade of the century. But as technology moved forward with sophisticated radio and navigation, Earhart continued to fly by instinct. She recognized her limitations and continuously worked to improve her skills 
but the constant promotion and touring never gave her time she needed to catch up. Recognizing the power of her celebrity, she strove to be an example of courage, intelligence, and self-reliance. She hoped her influence would help topple negative stereotypes about women and open doors for them in every field, unquote. All right, so what can we learn from this? We can learn that, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be the best at what you do. What What did Amelia bring to the table? Aviation, in my opinion, is just the uh, the afterthought, the byproduct. What did she bring to the table? She brought intelligence. She brought uh, courage. She brought self-reliance. If you guys have those things, you can influence the world too. She just happened to be an aviator, and it was her flying that uh, inspired people. But she knew she could do it. That's the key. She knew she could do it. Now, you might be able to argue, you know, her, her plan to navigate, circumnavigate the globe maybe wasn't a good idea until she got her skills up to par where they needed to be, especially uh, when the radio is going to come into play. We have to remember that the Pacific Ocean is humongous. And she was going to do some island hopping. We're going to talk about it here in a sec. But she was going to island hop in the Pacific. So she's looking for tiny little islands in a vast ocean, thousands and thousands of miles. So maybe we could at least argue that Amelia should have trained a little more. I mean, high science 2020. Um, But anyway, as you all know, or you guys might know, Amelia Earhart disappeared July 2nd. 1937, in her attempt to become the first person to circumnavigate the Earth in a plane. Amelia's last radio transmission was at 8.45 a.m. when she said, quote, they're running north to south, unquote. She was never heard from again. AmeliaEarhart.com writes, a rescue attempt immediately commenced and became the most extensive air and sea search in naval history. On July 19th, after spending $4 million and scouring 250,000 square miles of ocean, the United States government reluctantly called off the operation. In 1938, a lighthouse was constructed on Howland Island in her memory. Uh, Howland Island is the island she was looking for when she uh, left Papua New Guinea. And across the United States... Streets, schools, airports are all named after Earhart. Her birthplace became a virtual shrine to her memory. Amelia Earhart awards and scholarships are given out every year. To this day, her fate remains a mystery. Some say she and her partner ditched the plane over the Pacific Ocean. Others say she was stranded on a desert island, while others claim she was taken prisoner by the Japanese. Personally, I think the first option is probably most likely. Well, there you have it, folks. Amelia Earhart, a brave lady who dared to dream and ended up forever in the history books because of it. And she still inspires people today. She didn't let obstacles get in her way. She had the courage to do things. Many of us are too afraid to even try. She embodied courage and self-reliance. And that's why we look up to her today. And we should teach our kids about her. So this weekend, think about it, boys and girls. Dream big. If you have dreams, try them. If you fail, 
Try them again. If you want to be like Amelia Earhart, you got to have the courage to try something. And who knows, maybe you will one day fly into history. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to email the show, the email is professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. You can send me all your government, history, and economics questions there. You can also message me on Facebook and follow me on Parlor. Until next time, go throughout the land and proclaim liberty. Liberty.